I have Jack Perry with me now. Jungle Boy has a a, a big match coming up at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view this weekend. Uh, You answered the open challenge issued by Sonata. Uh, How are you feeling going into the match? I'm excited. I feel like uh, like there's momentum on my side. Um, You know, I knew there was going to be an open challenge. And to be completely honest, I didn't even know who the champion was, but I knew I was going to take it. Because for me, it's not... I'm looking forward to the match and getting in there with him and experiencing what this is going to be like with a kind of top Japanese talent. But for me, my goal that I said at the very beginning of the year is that I'm going to become a world champion. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter to me who ends up across the ring for me. It's about the championship that he has. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what the deal is for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to take the championship bring it back to AEW and it's going to be a good night. I will get back to the, uh, the, the year end goal in a second, but it's kind of interesting that you, you said you weren't aware of who the champion is because I don't know if you've seen it, but Sonata said he wasn't familiar with you either. That came out earlier today. Yeah, Um, I saw that. I, uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I was a little bit relieved when I saw that because I, uh, I've been feeling a little guilty kind of secretly. I've never seen a Sonata match in my life. And I was feeling a little bit guilty about that. Like, oh my God, that's kind of rude or whatever. But then he said, I was like, okay, okay that's great. Um, I, I haven't watched anything other than Kenny and Will Ospreay in New Japan since um, Cody and Kenny and the Young Bucks left and started AEW. So I have not seen any of that. I um, I don't really keep up with that. I was not. I thought Okada was the champion last time I was caught up with things, but it is what it is. I, uh, I don't think he has any particular reason to know too much about me, but I think it's going to, it's going to be fun because we're going to learn pretty much everything there is to know uh, when we're kicking each other in the face on pay-per-view. I chalked it up to being lost in translation because it was a written article. You know, most people had to, you know, throw it in Google translate. And, you know, so I think there's some context loss, but I mean, my, my earliest memory of Sonata was he was in TNA with like James storm and they, they kind of made a mockery out of him. So my impression of him has only gone up from there. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, um, I, uh, I've had one interaction with the guy and it, you know, it is what it is. I think we're here to do business and wrestle. I don't, no, I mean, I wouldn't think he has any ill will towards me, and I certainly don't towards him. I think uh, it's very possible we're not too familiar with each other's work, but I'm, I don't take offense to that. There's a lot that goes on. I, I certainly don't watch wrestling all the time in my free time. Um, but that's the thing. We, I don't. He doesn't need to know about me, and I don't need to know about him because I'm going to introduce myself to him pretty quickly once we get going is not watching wrestling just a case of you 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 know you do it so you don't want kind to of, yeah i i used to i mean when i was younger i was like a huge wrestling fan and i watched wrestling all the time some people have that i work with have a kind of capacity for wrestling that i just don't mm-hmm. by the there are so many like big i guess big's a nice way of saying it but big personalities that I encounter every week. And by the time I'm done flying to work, seeing these people all day doing the wrestling and flying back, I'm like, I'm wrestled out for a week. And I don't, unless it's something 
particularly spectacular. I'm, you know, the other thing is every time I open my phone or see Twitter or whatever, it's just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. So it's kind of like all over the place for me. I personally don't feel the need to then sit down and watch it that much. It's just, I've kind of reached my limit for it. Um, but yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. That, uh, I, I've been tailoring my Twitter feed to try to like Ninja Turtles, Batman film. Like I'm trying all to of, dude, it, it's so and... crazy. All of a sudden it's just like full of people that I don't even follow and things that I never would have seen before, which I guess is like the new way it works. But I was like, where, where did this come from? Yeah. Yeah. I have the for you and then I have the following, but it's just so, sometimes you, you have to step back. So you're not overloaded, but I totally get it. Yes. The flip side of that, uh, during today's media call that I was a part of, Tony said you were his number one pick for that match. He always had you in mind and put you over to, you know, the New Japan side. What does that do for your confidence? Tony saying, like, he never thought of anybody else in that spot. And, you know, it's something that he saw for you. Yeah, that's sweet. I appreciate that. Um you know, I think Tony's been very generous and given me a lot of kind of opportunities. And I think you're always going to have the people who kind of want to take away or try and diminish things. But I feel like most of the time, honestly, I feel like pretty much all the time I've delivered on what I've been given. I think um, I think maybe people were a little bit surprised that my kind of first introduction into the world of New Japan is going to be going for the heavyweight championship. But it is what it is. I'm not going to not take the opportunity and I'm stoked to be able to do that on such a big stage, especially, uh, you know, from what I have seen, new Japan has a lot of great guys that I would, I would love to go to Japan. I've never been. And I think that's on the bucket list for sure. Um, yeah, it means a lot to me that Tony has that confidence in me and I definitely going into it, want to deliver on that for him. I want to go back to your comments where you said, you know, you, you want to win the world title this year. Uh, I think it was last year, but, you know, you said you want to win every title out there. You've already been a tag team champion. The TNT title has kind of been in your sights, but uh, now that Luchasaurus is the champion, you had already said you're you're kind of leaving that behind you, but does that answer change now that he's the champion is there any added incentive to sort of take that from him and christian or get back yeah that that definitely caught me by surprise a little bit and was not the way that i kind of foresaw things going um i mean like he did it he got the job done so congratulations to him but i will say this the last match that luchasaurus had what is it right now it's june that was last week. The last match the Luchasaurus had before June was in November, and it was with me inside a steel cage, and I won that match. And the very next match, he becomes the TNT champion. So when I look at that, I do think, I don't know, that seems a little backwards to me. So let's get through this one. Um, I'm, I'm certainly not opposed to having more than one championship, but I, I that definitely kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So I'll... Uh, Post Forbidden Door, I'll definitely reevaluate the whole scene. It also kind of seemed like Christian was maybe calling himself the champion, celebrating a little too much. So, maybe yeah, that, that, um, 
That does not surprise me uh, at all. Also, just for the record, uh, I just beat Christian recently, too. Back-to-back on two pay-per-views, I beat Luchasaurus and I beat Christian. So whoever wants to call himself the TNT champion, I uh, I don't know. I may have something to say about that. You and Hook uh, linked up recently, Jungle Hook. Uh, you're both two young guys sort of navigating the pro wrestling world both have famous fathers obviously your dad came from acting but you know taz creates this you know shadow that hook has to sort of fight from under or out of how has that alliance and maybe even looking at those particular traits specifically how has you know link linking up with each other really helped you grow as a wrestler yeah i i love hook hook's the man um I always, since the day Hook came in, I very much appreciated almost how little he not only talks, but tries to go out of his way to, I think a lot of these second generation guys come in very confident and probably overconfident um, and thinking they're hot shit and kind of feeling entitled to things. And um, Hook was not like that at all. Who came in, he was a quiet dude. You might not even know he's there if you didn't look for him. But compared to those guys, Hook goes out and he gets a lot bigger of a reaction, in my opinion. He goes out there, he's, he hasn't said two words, and people are going crazy, and they love him. And that was something for me that I, I always wanted people to either like me or dislike me just based on my wrestling ability and not what I said or who I was or whatever. It's like I want to go out there half naked and wrestle and you're either going to like it or you're not. And I, I think we kind of have a similar uh, feeling on that and kind of just who we want to be compared to kind of like our family lineage or whatever. And I, I think we have a mutual respect in that regard. And also it's, it kind of, it kind of blew up and became a thing that we didn't, I mean, I thought it would be cool, then the first time we teamed up, it happened to get the biggest show, the biggest rating on that show, just for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, JF and all these people, me and Hook, tagging for the first time, got the highest viewed segment on the show. And then it kind of became a thing. And it was like, oh, Jungle Hook, that could be that could be a cool thing. So, um, you know, I had some personal business with Christian and all that that I had to get out of the way. And uh I well, I 100% plan on walking out of Forbidden Door as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. So then Hook and I'll kind of be even since he has his belt of his own. But I would not be surprised if Hook and I are wrestling for the AW World Tag Team Championships this summer. I like the confidence, and you know, I, I like that you mentioned wanting to get over on your wrestling ability. But one other way you have sort of endeared yourself to fans is through your theme song uh tarzan boy is very popular i remember it uh it it came out before you were born but have you ever seen uh ninja turtles 3 i i've seen the clip now because people have showed it to me like that was on the soundtrack so when i heard it in wrestling that's immediately where my mind went and they're like it's like no it was popular off of the soundtrack too yeah (laughs) that that song uh it's interesting was i had Joey Janela, um, that was his idea originally. And on the Indies, he said, he's like, I'm going to book you on the show, but I want you to use this music. And I'd never heard it before. 
because mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't seen the movie and I was like, dude, I'll do whatever to put, just put me on the show. I'll do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because I, I literally didn't know what the song was that I was going to be coming out to, but immediately people were just loving it. And for some reason, people have always wanted to wave their hands like this. So to come out and just see people having a blast right off the bat was really cool. And then AEW started and I kind of lost it for a minute. We had some different theme music. And one day Tony just had a grin on his face and was like, I got your music. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And it came on and that was, the rest is kind of history. I think it's like, it comes on and people immediately are just, out of their seats and having a good time. And it's, that is kind of very inspiring to me. Uh, I just go out there and see what a good time everyone's ha- having. And I'm just like, well, shit, I better have a good time too. The the movie is not the best. I would say the soundtrack is probably one of the better parts of it, but. Okay. We're, yeah. I'll have to check it out one of these days. My last question, I'll wrap this up. Uh, I do a watch list feature. If there's, somebody that wants to watch more of your work, whether it's going into forbidden door or just in general, is there a match that you're proud of, whether it's singles match or tag team match that you've had in AEW one that, you know, really highlights who you're trying to be as, as a singles wrestler on this sort of world title push. I've had a bunch of matches that were dream matches for me and it's going to be hard to pick. I would say though, just as a singles competitor, if you look at, that steel cage match I had with Luchasaurus and the uh, the final burial buried alive kind of match that I had with Christian. I was really proud of both of those. And I feel like they were very different from what I was when I first came in. Um, that being said a lot, I guess the majority of my career to this point has also been as a tag team wrestler. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of, my best matches are tag team matches. One in particular, if you look back, it was a three-way tag between me and Luchasaurus, the Young Bucks, and Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think we had the best match on that show. Um, and that was one of my all-time favorite matches. And we just went balls to the wall, 100% everybody. And I think that was one of my favorite ones. It's probably that one. All right. Forbidden Door, best of luck, and thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, man.